Here we go. Don't know how far back we're going, but here we are. No, not, not that far back, just... Mm. The main thing is, Adam, that Ian really hates it when you talk over the theme tune. <laughs> not mean, I've got one. And welcome to the Miles Offside podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nothing. My name is Chuck Bailey, and if you were wondering, yes, this intro has taken longer than it took for Arsenal to concede against Bournemouth. With me, as always, at the moment, uh, temporarily, is Mr. Adam P and super producer Ian Stibson. Gentlemen, how are we? I'm temporarily great. <laughs> but always fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, sure. let's face it, we're all here temporarily, in a way. Um, so, well, not in a way, in the way, the way that matters. Woo, well, Monday. that got existential quick. Yeah, it's Monday, um, dating it already. Um, fine. Brentford Fulham are about to play. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm fine with all of that. Just don't say it was yesterday, but yeah. Well, it wasn't yesterday because it's. No, I'm just. Oh, my God. Yesterday was Sunday, Ian. Do you not remember? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what was I going to put on my death certificate? He had an aneurysm because people couldn't work out a simple thing about dates. I hate everyone, and you two especially. I mean, it's heart disease, um, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to go with gout. But yeah, no, no, no. gout's the gateway drug to <laughs> the deterioration of Ian Stimson. Um, I, you know what? I used to see gout as like a, a, a challenge, aspiration, <laughs> aspiration, exactly. A challenge, yeah, a challenge to be uh, a bigger man, literally. Yeah, I, I want to be a bigger man. No, but like, I thought, oh yeah, gout. Mm. That that that's when you know you're living right. Then Matt Ford, I think it was that comedian uh, that uh, I like but Chuck doesn't and um, oh because he's a wanker <laughs> and um, he he got gout it sounds awful guys it sounds really bad I don't I don't think I want it anymore um, <laughs> but yeah turns out the doctors are right <laughs> well it's you know in this world of questioning everything I think it's right that we go is gout bad mm. turns out it is but phone no, in listeners <laughs> for today's poll is gout bad um also what is the best condiment um <laughs> we haven't recorded in ages which means there's lots of football Shows, to talk it? about which means there's going to be a real dereliction of duty here when we don't talk about all the football um i guess should we i guess we can start um <laughs> i mean adam uh, i've already mentioned it arsenal did a win i guess um the mark of true champions coming back from behind against uh 20th place bournemouth um <laughs> arsenal 3 bournemouth 2 arsenal generating 2.6 xg to bournemouth's 1.3 um would it be fair to say your feelings at full time were relief mixed with elation i mean i think if i ever do have a heart attack i'll sort of have a little bit of an inside like snippet into what it was like because yeah, obviously, obviously, I wasn't watching the game. I was out supporting my local team. But <laughs> when supporting my local team, and I saw that Arsenal had conceded after nine seconds, I think the second fastest mm. goal in Premier League history. Yeah, nine nine point one one seconds. I think it's fair to say my mood wasn't great at that stage. Um, and then you kind of think, oh well, at least if you're going to concede, getting it out the way. I guess as soon as possible. <laughs> what a strange yeah. way to think about it. It's the best time to do it. Yeah, so we conceded as as early as basically as possible to concede. Um, mm-hmm. you, yep. you would think then that gives us plenty of time to come back. We sort of forgot to do that for a lot of the game. Um, conceded <laughs> again, 
didn't really help my mood further. Mm. Um, but if you're going to so concede a second time, it's a good time to do it. You're going to well, concede. I mean, <laughs> and remember, 2-0 is a dangerous score. Like, exactly. <laughs> so in many ways, we lulled them into a false sense of security yeah. excellently. Yeah. Yeah. They thought the last time we expect Arsenal to score is in the 96th minute. What did we do? That is exactly when we scored. So really, Alan, when, when, when you were supporting your local team and you saw the notification coming for that second goal, what you were really thinking is, hmm, the trap is baited. <laughs> Here we Excellent. go. Yeah, no, good, good stuff. The um, game is afoot. <laughs> indeed. So does it annoy you slightly because this this game was uh, very fun in the last half an hour with uh, Arsenal just peppering uh, Bournemouth with the sort of uh, attack that uh, Arsenal were not known for in the past. Um, but, you, you know, you persevered, you got there, well done, it was Bournemouth. Um, but are <laughs> you uh, upset that then uh, a 7-0 has taken you off of all of the headlines? Cause, hey, uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Hey, 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 come on, let's let, keep the powder dry here. No, I want, don't I want it to be to annoyed. I want it to be no. annoyed that another result has taken taken Arsenal. No, uh, Arsenal won in a kind of amazing climactic fashion, and Man United got absolutely spanked. In well, what way am I going to be annoyed? Nothing could spoil that? your mood. Yeah, is, no, this is good. perfect. This is perfect. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, the game. I think it was uh, interesting, and like you uh, sort of alluded to earlier, Ian uh, and Chuck, we both we both said previously these sorts of results are often hailed as like the mark of champions, which, I mean, I guess the having the kind of fortitude to come back uh, from 2-0 down is great and all. It is a little bit worrying how it's now Bournemouth and Aston Villa, who Arsenal have been in those kind of positions from which they have to recover. It's, it's not great. Uh, obviously having that kind of uh, the bounce back ability is really encouraging and it shows the kind of brittle Arsenal of old might not be about anymore but I do think the defence being leaky once the kind of uh, the aftermath and the glorious uh, yeah the glorious kind of feeling from the game subsides I think there will be a little bit of a little bit of concern about that I, I see what you're saying because obviously you've you've had trouble against you know, lower lower um, in the table teams than you this year, but the, this seems like the year to do it because so have Man City. You know, yeah. Man City have struggled against against teams that they should be they should be blowing away. I mean, obviously they won the early game um, this weekend and, and you know immediately put the pressure on as you, as you would expect. But this feels like a season where you can slip up the odd time but your your slipping up is conceding but then you're getting back in there and you're 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 dispatching these teams eventually now and I, I do use eventually pointedly because <laughs> it was it was very very late but i think the never give up thing that arsenal seem to have at the minute the, we've talked about it before that the only thing that might that might let you down is squad depth but then you know, you've got players like um, Nelson, who we haven't seen much mm. of this season. He, he he played early on, didn't he? I can't remember what game it was now. When... Nottingham Forest, he came on as a substitute again for Saka, who got injured. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Didn't he score the winning goal in that game? Yeah. Oh, two goals. There yeah, he scored, I think he got two in a 5-0 win. Yeah. And, you know, everyone was talking about him. And then he sort of seems to have, have gone gone away a little bit. But then, you know, maybe, maybe all you need is a player like him. He's going to be hungry and... You stick him on and, and job done. You know, it, 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 
I don't know. It, it, the, you know, 538's got it as a, a practical coin flip at the minute, something like 54, uh, what is it, 54.45. But you'd have, you'd have taken that early on in the season, and it, I don't know, something just something just feels right about yeah. Arsenal, you know, and it's uh, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I do get that, because I, I think it's not just the comebacks, like you say. There's There's been a bit of narrative about each of them. Like yeah. with the Aston Villa game, it was the... Emi Martinez's own goal. Obviously, he used to play for Arsenal. Unai Emery used to manage Arsenal. And then with this kind of Reese Nelson little subplot, him assisting and then scoring the winner right at the depth, he was, he's been a really, really highly rated uh, academy prospect at mm. Arsenal for ages. Like he was in the, in the same England generation as Jaden Sancho. And of the two, like he was the one that was kind of talked of more highly and there was always so yeah there was always so much expected of him and just through one thing or another whether it be injuries or there's been a little bit of talk that his head wasn't quite right previously it it just never really seemed to happen for him um and he's actually out of contract at the end of the season there wasn't really a huge amount of certainty over whether or not he was gonna gonna be renewed or be allowed to kind of leave on a free and now it sort of feels like he's had this moment that if touch all kinds of wood, Arsenal do go on to win the title. That's the kind of moment that will be, it sounds really cheesy, but it, it will be remembered in the kind of history books and he'll, he'll have his place in kind of, uh, in the club's history, which I think is, is really, really special for a, for an academy kid. Yeah, I, th- I think that's right. I, I think the the lazy narrative of it all will be, oh, this is the mark of champions, the 2-0 down to 3-2, whatever. Oh, I was but really enjoying just, that narrative. The, it's, <laughs> no, no. And uh, I'm surprised Celebration Police over there didn't complain because they were happy about beating... Um, no, I'm not going to complain about that one. Yeah. I mean, it, it, is, it is sort of vaguely funny that yeah. Bournemouth went 2-0 up, but no. I'm sure a certain given-mitted... Carbuncle on the backside he... of humanity in the Middle East <laughs> probably wasn't too happy about it. I think it. even he was all right with that one, actually. I no, think, it, I I think, think even he, he let that one go. Scum. Subhuman scum. <laughs> um, and it, it is the fact that all of these players are just coming like coming on as subs and doing well, coming out of nowhere. Arsenal are having, you know, Gabriel Jesus isn't injured. We don't see Reese Nelson this season, right? That's mm. just it. Eddie Nketiah yeah, doesn't true. get the chances he had. Um, Martinelli, who everyone recently, well, I say everyone, a lot of FPL Twitter, I guess, um, <laughs> just because you guys have been talking about it, have been like getting rid of Martinelli from their teams. Well, Martinelli is the top scorer in the league for the season now um, for Arsenal. And it's just a constant phase of it, you're not relying on one player. My only kind of concern is that... Arsenal are having to turn in all of these like exceptional performances and coming from behind and everything. And Man City are like by their standards really shit and they're mm. just still there. That's true. Like yeah. it's yeah. It, it's just like we we're talking about this like yes Arsenal are 5 points ahead but you, you look at the City game and uh, for anyone that that watched it because they hadn't yet gone out to support their local team um, because this was the early kickoff of the day um and our teams are so local we can leave after the 12:30 kickoff so and local. get to the grounds so 3 local. o'clock but guys we're so sustainably local um just love the grassroots yep <laughs> Man City 2, Newcastle nil. Man City generating 1.3 to Newcastle's 0.4. And I think the main kind of thing that I noticed uh, in this game is uh, Kevin De Bruyne putting in an absolute fucking stinker, um, just looking awful. 
um, getting brought off for Bernardo Silva and, and that kind of being a big difference um, later in the game where, where after Foden had scored a beautiful individual goal um, early on. And, I mean, all the chaos of City, do you, do you think they're just stuck in this malaise for a while or are they actually going to get back to their greatness? It's It's a difficult one because, like you say, it does feel like too early on in the kind of grand scheme of the season for Arsenal to be relying on these kind of emotional last minute winners. Yeah. Whereas City, like you say, being able to take off Kevin De Bruyne, who looks far from himself, bringing on Bernardo Silva, who then goes and scores two minutes later. Mm-hmm. And even though I think Newcastle applied pressure at times and showed they kind of threatened City a little bit, I think once City went 2-0 up with what sort of like 23 minutes to go, I don't really think anyone was too worried that they were going to throw it away, that they were even going to concede a goal. Um, now, that might be as much to do with Newcastle's struggles uh, and dip in form recently. But yeah, City do have that every time they every time they win a game in a routine manner, I go, oh God, no, here they go, and they're back. <laughs> here, here comes the Terminator and get really, really worried. It's You just never know when that switch could flick. Um, whereas Arsenal, even though I suppose the 4-0 win uh, midweek against Everton was slightly, uh, was well, yeah, slightly more routine, much more routine, mm. um, that of late appears to be the exception rather than the rule, which which is a little bit worrying. Yeah, they, they've got they've got a week now as well. Um, they haven't got any Champions League, so in actual rest, Pep said uh, the main thing he wants is two days off where no one has to see <laughs> I him. I don't want to see them. Him. They don't want to see me. They don't want to see me. They've had enough, um, which will be great because they'll be really relaxed and rested for their game against oh, Crystal Palace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck my life. Um, <laughs> before they then have uh, Leipzig in in the week after. Obviously, we're we're in the first first week of um, European fixtures again this week. Um, with some next week as well. Sorry, uh, I guess I don't even know anymore. Um, well, and sorry, just on that, worth noting that Arsenal's European fixtures start up again mm. uh, soon. Yes. We play Sporting Lisbon, so. Yeah, just sporting, European... just sporting. No Lisbon, it's fine. Oh, okay. um, well, that European cycle is is starting as well. So yeah. yeah. Um, sorry to be Euro pedantic there. Um, Sporting Club de Portugal. There's no Lisbon in it. Um, so yeah, and Newcastle kind of uh, really struggled in a way that we maybe haven't seen. Although you know, so many draws recently. Um, not that anyone really minds because I don't think anyone likes Newcastle. Um, yeah, and... I think every, everyone seems to be over this thing of oh, Newcastle mixing it up is fun. Like I think we're all like over that now, aren't we? We're just well because of... they're all evil. Well, well yeah, we were never really. <laughs> I was never under it. No, no, no. I way before, like in the before times, in the Mike Ashley times. Yes. Like I was fine because they were clearly a city that were incredibly um, passionate about football. They would sell out the St James's Park every fucking week, even when Steve Bruce was their manager. <laughs> Um, and then um, a, a 
public investment fund that is not the Saudi government, but is the Saudi government, yeah. but isn't the Saudi Depends government, which depending, court you talk to. depending yeah. on which <laughs> side of the Atlantic you go, <laughs> yeah. um, it has kind of tainted things a bit, especially certain fans that still decide to dress up with Saudi flags and all of that kind of celebration. Yay. Um, but, I mean, fair to say after, you know, they had their day in London um, where they got to wave their flags. Oh, uh, that was good. Mm. And... Um, Safe to say, after you drink that much Carabao, you're going to have a crash and uh, not being able to um, score goals. But yeah, but that's the thing. It's not. It's not just a post Carabao crash that we all know so well. If anyone had ever drunk it, um, I have drunk it. Yeah, you have, haven't you? Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. It <laughs> is potent. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, it's really powerful. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not for the faint-hearted, the weak-hearted, <laughs> pregnant women, um, those with Doubt back sufferers. concerns, epi- <laughs> sufferers of epilepsy. Okay. Um, do not operate heavy no, machinery no after drinking, drinking caramel. Uh, um, okay, but this this Newcastle thing. The the problem is that their um, profligacy is that a word in front of goal. Um, has coincided with also starting to let in goals, which they weren't doing. So it, mm. it, it's both, you know, both things have happened at the same time where they they can't sneak a win anymore because they are seemingly letting in goals as well. And it does it does feel like the hype might the hype train just might have derailed slightly. Um, so I mean, if you look at five thirty eight now, Newcastle are twenty five percent to qualify for Champions League football, and and Liverpool have gone up to forty three percent, which is insane based on what we were looking at before. But yeah, Newcastle might be now looking at uh, the trajectory that we thought was more mm. likely at the start of the season, which is you know maybe pushing for the lower well, European places. You know, yeah, they were they were by their own admission they were miles ahead oh, of, of where course, they yeah. they mm. planned to be that quickly. Considering they said, "Oh, we haven't really spent much money, really." Um, Alexander <laughs> quite, Rezek, quite a bit. Bruno <laughs> They spent about two hundred fifty million in two it's, seasons, it's a fair One, whack, two windows, um, a hefty chunk of change. Uh, so yeah, well, what am I saying? I don't care. Um, people complain, you know, and and rightly say about um, Palace and they get in the news a lot now for not winning this year um uh newcastle have only won once uh since boxing day uh, so one win on boxing day one I do win love a calendar year stat i do i do love that a calendar year yeah i always wonder when to start it though but typically well, january traditionally <laughs> when the calendar does <laughs> Well, no, like if they played on New Year's Day, like does it count? When do you say that, you know, if oh, you have I see. to put too many like qualifiers on it? Games you know? that, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, they say about Palace, we haven't won in 2023. Yeah, but we won on New Year's Eve. So it's like, you're, <laughs> which you're is changing in 2022, the, famously. You're changing. Well, no, <laughs> he's it's 28 a, until he's 29. <laughs> it's in every year, Adam. New Year's Eve is in every year until the end of days. But. It's like if the, you just yeah, move the, the dial year. on your stat range by like a day, does it change things? Are you just picking and choosing to suit your narrative? Anything to not talk about um, Palace being really bad for now. Um, first, I need to laugh at something. Um, but before that, we actually had a question. And for once, for about the first time in a year and a half, um, I'm actually going to answer it on this podcast. Oh, good Because, um, you know, we always used to ask for questions and then never used to do anything with them. Uh, <laughs> <A lot laughs> wonder, the why that, wonder why that... Um, well dried up and uh, it comes from Andy Pempraise he's from Sutton and um, Domingo from Little Oakley 
And um, Andy has, has said, can you tighten the definition of a Burnleying for me? Is it A, grossly overperforming your XG, or B, winning or drawing a game where the XG suggests you really shouldn't have? And this is a good point, Andy, because, I mean, I'm quite a subjective person. And the, But the the actual answer, the correct answer is, is that when you have the XG for a game, it is teams like you said in your second point there that have overperformed their xg to the point where they've gained a result that they did not deserve okay Mm. so the perfect example of that would kind of be this week um that the right place to award burnley of the week would probably be to wolverhampton as they generated 0.4 xg to tottenham's 1.3 and yet won one nil however (laughs) <laughs> I, was, I was hovering over the button. I was like, does he want me to press it? I don't know. <laughs> In the quest to be as arbitrarily funny as I wish, yeah. um, I'm going to give it here. So cue the jingle. <laughs> yes. Oh, they're better than they ought to be. Burnley of the week. That's right. Liverpool <laughs> Seven S E V E N Manchester United nil N I L Liverpool generating two point X eight XG to Manchester United zero point eight and I don't care that they outperformed on XG. What the flying fuck <laughs> happened to make this happen? Um, Eric Forhag is back. Hey. We're back on it now. This is it. I put him up to ten. Ridiculous. One of the most ridiculous games against the ridiculous team that has been in bad form even though they've kept like four clean sheets out of the last five like what is this speaking of carabao cup come downs like this is a fucking (laughs) absolute energy drink crash this was a a cup final hangover writ large wasn't it i mean hugely that it it was bizarre because the the first half was relatively even uh despite what Gary Neville would like us all to believe. Um, but oh, famously unbiased Gary Neville. <laughs> he just gets it very emotionally involved, doesn't he? Mm. Um, but honestly, what the fuck happened in the in the second half? It was like, like obviously Liverpool scored early on, and it was just like, mm-hmm. oh right, throw your hands up and just go. Well, fuck it then. Luke Shaw just like opening opening doors for Liverpool attackers and patting their ass as they went through. You know, off your off your pot, mate. Off. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it, was, it was such a bad performance from from Shaw and, and Fernandez and I mean all of them. Don't really. Singular. I, just, I was going to say, don't shit. stop there. Well, they were all terrible. David de Gea, Lisandro Martinez, Bruno Fernandez, <laughs> Marcus Rashford, even Fred Casemiro, Rafael Vian, Diogo Dallo, Anthony, Luke Shaw, Felt Weghorst, Tyrell Malassia, Marcel Sabitzer, Anthony Alanga, <laughs> Scott McDominay, and Alejandro Garnacho. Hang your fucking heads in shame. But I will say this: Eric Ten Hag deserves what he fucking gets because you bring Aaron Wambasaka in, he proves once again that he's the best fucking fullback in Europe, and then you just start dropping uh. him again. Fuck. Fuck you, you big bull fuck. <laughs> wow. I didn't think that was where we were going to go with this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, everything's personal. I hate Manchester United. Um, I don't particularly like Liverpool. But this is really funny because they just... I, I, The collapse was unbelievable. And I don't even necessarily think... Like, Liverpool were good, but they didn't have to be that good. Oh, yeah. this I, I think you're right. This was a... I genuinely think the story here is is... More because obviously I don't want to just make it out like we're saying this about Liverpool because we obviously said a couple of weeks ago about their the, the being a false dawn and that. But 
you're absolutely right. Liverpool yeah, I mean, we said not... that, and then they got battered 5-2 by Real Madrid, and well, then drew 0-0 to Palace. Liverpool did not have to be good here. It's just that Man United are so far from Real Madrid that it's unbelievable. So, mm. like, that, imagine if Real Madrid had uh, reacted like this to uh, a few goals going against them. I mean, it was it was unbelievable, the capitulation. And the... I think Ten Hag was right. To be fair, in his post match, he didn't he didn't hide away. He just said unprofessional, unprofessional. The lot of them, and mm. it, that's that's what it was. Bruno Fernandez was absolutely ridiculous. And a joke. We yeah. all we all sort of can say you know well little bit of play acting and things like that in the game these days. That's how you win fouls and stuff like that. The stuff he did was absolutely ridiculous. Pushing a linesman as well. What the fuck did he have to do to get a yellow card? <laughs> I mean, not even a fucking red, like, you know, just just to get booked. And it was ridiculous. He could have got booked a few times. It was it was mental, so could sure. Yeah, the whole thing was was ridiculous. The amount of space they gave Liverpool. Liverpool did you're absolutely right, Chuck. Liverpool did not have to be good to win seven nil against Man United. I mean that what an insane sentence to say. That Liverpool did not have to be absolutely on it mm-hmm. you know yeah it, to be fair the 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 change in the um front three of of having um Gakpo as um, the more central player um yeah. seemed seemed interesting and 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 seemed to seem to do things i mean it was quite funny i thought that um uh, was it Robertson had to basically point to him where to run on the, on the, <laughs> the like, in there, mate? Fucking hell! And then, then as soon as he did it, fucking beautiful goal. You know, goal, it, was, yeah. it was great. But it was, it, yeah, they didn't have to be top of their game to 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 smash this team seven nil purely in the second half. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I think. Ten Hag has gotten a lot more praise over the last couple of weeks. Um, and fairly so in in most yeah. respects. Yeah. But you have to criticise the formation in this one, putting Rashford in the middle where he has never really, or it certainly hasn't looked his best. He's looked far more effective out on the left. And you would think, logically, if someone like me can think putting Marcus Rashford against Trent Alexander-Arnold probably might be a good idea given how yeah. how much space he's likely to so find. Why there. would you give why would you give a pacey winger the opportunity to go up against someone with the spatial awareness of I don't, I don't even have a funny thing to say because it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Play Rashford against Trent Alexander Arnold. Don't put well well where was what what is a Weghorst? Where's a fucking Weghorst? <laughs> And but you saw the what kind of is a Weghorst? <laughs> Why is he there? Look at look at this is ridiculous. We forgot how banter Manchester United are. Just an absolute fucking shit show of so much money, but still just being like, uh, because Marcus Rashford pivoted from feeding kids to feeding Man United owners' pockets. <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of wrestling kid- us back to a serious point. <laughs> no, no, because the, this is the serious point, Adam. Because now. Kids in Manchester can eat. <laughs> yeah, that's Man true. United haven't scored. Maybe he just needs to have one off game every month or so to kind of stock food supplies of the city up. Mm. So maybe once a month, trade a seven nil for well-fed children. I don't know. It's, it seems it seems worth it to me. No, it's um, just an idea. Part of the premier, part of the government white paper. But no, like back to the kind of point about Rashford not being out wide and not having as much space. You saw how well Liverpool were able to exploit space on their left-hand side. Like, 
I don't mm. know what Anthony was doing. I mean, I'm not really convinced by him in nothing. He was general. Doing nothing. Nothing. Exactly. He was doing nothing. He wasn't tracking back at all. And he was exposing Dallow, who is not a particularly strong defensive fullback. <laughs> he I is not to say. be exposed. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, and if only I, you had a really good 1v1 fullback <laughs> just sat there right on the fucking bench. If only. Um, but yeah, it allowed Robertson to have probably, I think it's probably his best game I've yeah, certainly seen so. of him this season. Yeah. I thought he was really, really good. Um, and yeah, like you say, when it got to sort of, I think when it got to 4-0, I just sort of threw my hands up in the air and was like, I've got no idea what is happening here. The game, <laughs> the game just went very weird. And as an Arsenal fan, I've been a victim of these weird hammerings before obviously like Chelsea beat Arsenal 6-0 on Wenger's thousandth game Arsenal obviously lost 8-2 at Old Trafford and it gets to a point where you just kind of stop watching the football and you're just staring at a screen and people are running around and even <laughs> I got like that as kind of a, a supposedly neutral observer I can't I found it hilarious to be honest um but yeah no mental uh Man United turns out they're not the best team in the world um who knew I love the way that everyone was throwing around afterwards. Reality check. Oh, this has been a reality check. And it's I like, think the last 10 years have been a reality <laughs> check. <laughs> I was sort of like, no one seriously worth their salt was like, Man United are back and it is like not, you know, they're going to be dominating. I mean, if anyone was saying that, Robbie Savage, if anyone was saying that, <laughs> Then you know they, they're a fucking moron. You know it, this, and I'm not saying that they Bobby weren't Savage. in the ascendancy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying they weren't in the ascendancy, but like it, it's that sort of. Uh, and this is the thing that's happening with Liverpool at the minute. You know, you're now hearing, uh, aside from the reality check for Man United, you're hearing mm. Liverpool are back now. Liverpool with Van Dijk and um, um, Canate as as the centre back pairing that might help a lot you know let's face it that might help a lot but let's chill out with Liverpool are back we should never have been and I'm not saying we were but we should never have been going Man United are fucking you know gonna storm Europe again let's just chill the fuck out with these things everything takes time and it's it's mad that like it it takes uh, something like this for everyone to go. Oh, maybe Man United still got a few issues. Yeah, okay, fine. You know, it, it shouldn't take a Liverpool seven nil to make everyone go. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're not they're not quite back yet. Let's just all chill out. Exactly, and you can tell that there are obviously there are still issues that need to be worked out. But people seem to think that form is permanent, which I think is kind of <laughs> what United have shown, or the United uh, recent run has kind of been a perfect example of that because even before the game I think it was uh, Graham Souness suggested that he thought Liverpool might win Mm. and Gary Neville and uh, Roy Keane were just kind of smirking in the background brilliant and and it's like I don't think suggesting Liverpool would beat United at Anfield is ludicrous I mean I didn't expect it to happen but it's It's like like a a no-lose thing. If United did win, he could just go, yeah, well, I just thought they would win. And then they do this. (laughs) Like, it doesn't... No (laughs) one predicted this. What I'm saying is that Keane and Neville shouldn't be like, you fucking idiots. Of course they should, because they're fucking biased. (laughs) 
They're ridiculous buyers. Are they? Are they buyers? Keen, I think Keen Gary seemed, Neville is. Yeah, no, no. I was being very facetious. <laughs> <laughs> Keen was like essentially just laughing at the end because uh, it, it got to that point, as you say, Adam, when you're watching it and you just you start to almost glaze over and go, "Well, this is just something mental that's happening." I think Kane. Uh, Keen got there, sorry, where he was just like, well, this is, I mean, this is just funny now, so fine. <laughs> Whereas Gary Neville had a mental breakdown. I was going to say, can we talk about the best bit of the game, which was <laughs> Gary Neville telling Jamie Carragher to do one live on Sky Sports. <laughs> Did he? Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. He, he gets very involved. I mean, like, obviously he's, he's biased as a pundit, but what I do like about Gary Neville, and I did work on Monday Night Football for quite a while. And oh, like, here we go. <laughs> but, like, honestly, I was sort of like, when, when he first got announced, I was like, oh, bloody hell, we're going to have, you know, uh, a massively biased pundit come in and, and it's not going to be great. He was so harsh on Man United all the time that I actually quite enjoyed it. It's and, quite easy to be. They were well, really shit. <laughs> yeah, but instead of, I, I don't know, instead of being harsh on Man United now, he just seems to take everything so personally. <laughs> he was just, he's just like, you're destroying my fucking legacy. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's what happens when you own a hotel that overlooks a thing. You kind of need the club to be doing <laughs> well. well. <laughs> it starts to affect your pocket. You're like, I don't shit. Know if I don't know if uh, whatever it is, hotel football is publicly hotel listed. Football. But yeah. It's probably seeing the share price dive, but um, yeah, it it what it was funny that all all the punditry was funny. Uh, uh, Jamie Carragher being heard just laughing his tits off, like <laughs> while he's supposedly commentating on a game, just pops his mic on the table, but laughs so loud you can still hear him. It was yeah, it was it was quite something. It felt like um, yeah, it felt like event football, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it does kind of make the top four race now certainly much more oh, interesting yeah. than it was looking uh, a month or so ago. Like Liverpool, 25 games played, 42 points. Spurs, 26 games played, 45 points. And I don't know if you want to drag United in it at 25 games played and 49 points. It's it's much closer. Yeah, it's it really is. I mean, I'd, I'd completely written Liverpool off for top four. But it is, mm. I mean, we, we had this a couple of seasons ago, didn't we, uh, Chuck, when we were always talking about just the, uh, I think you had a term for it, and I can't remember what it was, but just the, the blob of mid-table shit that was just like... Amorphous blob of... Yeah. Or, uh, some <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, shit. Yeah. Where they just, no one wanted to take the take the reins. And, and that, that seems to have been the situation because Tottenham, Brighton, Newcastle, they've all had an opportunity to really stake their claim over that fourth spot. And Liverpool have just been quietly the last couple of games notching a few points. And so it is wide open now. It is wide open. And Man United are 74%. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility that they could drop out of the top four. Um, whereas they were 4% for the title a couple of weeks ago. Oh, this is obviously mm. 538, so it's all bloody you know statistical uh, simulations and everything. But, you know, it's... It's not beyond the realms of possibility they could drop out of the top four, yeah. but that's just because it's it's just funny. They've got Europa s- League as well, so they'll mm. they'll be going for that now, didn't they? Because they knocked yeah. Barcelona out. But um, you were right, Chuck. They've got so many games. They've got so many games, and they've not got a second eleven. And their first eleven did this. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like you know, it, it's it's a little worrying for Man U fans, I imagine. 
Yeah, I think so. That fixture congestion going to get you in a big way. Um, they've got yeah midweek this week and next week, I think, because they played in the playoff game for the Europa, which meant that they played when the first Champions League games were happening. So now they've got another two, plus they've got FA Cup. Um, they just had Carabao. They got this. It's absolute nonsense. More games um, is just better. Everyone knows more that. More football is <laughs> better. Um, speaking of, uh, I mean, better. Um, Chelsea won. <gasps> oh, they did. Yeah, it's not just Palace they've beaten this year. Hooray! <laughs> is Chelsea. That, is that a win? <laughs> It's not as much of a. It's the one you'll take, yeah. It's anything, mate. I'm clutching at fucking straws here. Chelsea (laughs) won. Dirty, dirty Leeds, zero. Uh, Chelsea generating 1.5 to Leeds is 1.0. I think it's just happened in spite of Chelsea as opposed to by Chelsea, um, who are, I mean, we'll get to the Graham Potter, I guess, of it again in a minute. But here's uh, a a little something. Here's a, a what? Graham Potter said uh, if uh, he, he mentioned Hawaii football, um, which I'm not quite sure what that. That means. would only work if they won five nil. I was going to say uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Here yeah. is Oscar P. Oh, not that one. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Oscar here checking in from Chelsea Island. Um, it's crazy to me how much this just feels like preseason vibes. Like yep. typing mechanisms are in the pitch half the time. Everybody's getting put in all sorts of different positions and shuffled around, especially with the five subs. There's always people coming on and off. Um, I don't know. They we'll do see. that. They're just throwing spaghetti at the wall. See what sticks. That is how subs work. Um, they're Throw spaghetti at the wall. Lot, see what but, sticks. You know, nothing particularly matters either. Except the Champions League. I hope they win. Um, they won't. More importantly, 14 days as of today. And that's not even the day that you guys are recording today. So really way off of today, Ian. Bye. I'm not going to America anymore. Fuck <laughs> 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 um, So, yeah, Chelsea are... They still exist, I guess. It's what they should be happy about. Um, the fans are absolutely livid. Um, especially with Potter deciding to approach any of this with even a vague sense of humour, um, you know, saying coming into press conference and saying sorry, I'm late. I've just been in crisis talks um, <laughs> and it. stuff like that, which I love. I love um, that. Yeah. yeah, like but it, fuck it. Like what? What do Chelsea have to play for? Anything? They are less than one percent to be relegated. They are less than one percent to win the. To, to qualify for Champions League, sorry. Probably are less than 1% to win the Champions League as well. Um, they're already down a goal, question mark, in the Champions League, um, which means to progress to the next round, they are 35% um, to Dortmund. It's quite high, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I'd have given them that much. But... Well, what does Hawaii football mean? I don't know, but Potter is in... like. I think today or this match kind of summarised how difficult a position Potter is in because what he'd been trying previously was trying out sort of different tactical uh, formations and putting players, like Oscar was saying, in different positions to Mm -hmm. get a sense of things. He wasn't getting the results and the fans were angry. And so it felt like this week he kind of... It felt like he put a little bit more kind of logic into his formation. Like, I know Ruben Loftus-Cheek isn't necessarily a right wing back by trade, but he has played there under Tuchel mm-hmm. before. Um, they go a goal up. He makes some kind of relatively conservative substitutions to sort of help see out the game. And the fans are angry at that as well. It's like, 
I don't really understand. Well, it's I just don't think he doesn't he can talk win. like a Chelsea manager. That's what does what that even mean? <laughs> I know. It's so, he, like, he doesn't talk like a twat, basically. <laughs> That's the one, yeah. But they kept saying they want their club back. They've got their club back. <laughs> this well, is Chelsea before the, the money. <laughs> <laughs> this is Matthew bring Harding's back Dennis Chelsea. Wise. <laughs> yeah. Don't bring back Dennis Oh, wise. okay, good. No. Keep no, him in don't. the Middle East. <laughs> Away from well, us. Is that where he is? Lovely. Crick. I don't know. He's mates with Keezer Gray, and he so. Oh, is he? Oh, and um, um, the the terrible Newcastle owner that I met, Mike Ashley. Yeah, he's just like a Jesus shill for Mike Christ. Ashley, isn't he? Yeah. What, what a terrible night out. Yeah. Well, gee, well, for the fireplace. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, Absolutely decimated. Completely forgot watching this. Uh, the highlights to this game that um, Javi Gracia as Leeds manager. I was like, why the fuck's the Watford guy there? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's this guy doing? <laughs> Who's this guy? I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, either they're not going to be in the league, or but he's not going to be there very long. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, Leeds continue to be really poor, and it's it's a well. If you're losing to Chelsea one, then we must be poor. It's it's a worry for <laughs> Leeds fans, isn't it? Because they're getting they're getting dragged into this. Uh, this the 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 bottom Maya. amorphous blob of shit that there is that is um, sadly includes oh it's Palace. the bog of eternal stench yeah okay good bog of eternal stench lovely we'll have that yeah. um, which is everyone below Villa and that includes Palace I'm afraid but I mean Leeds are, Leeds are right in another relegation scrap with a new manager where things don't seem to be clicking at the minute. Uh, I've just looked up what what Hawaii football is. Um, so Potter said after okay. the match, if 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 the game becomes Hawaii football up and down, then it can be a challenge. Uh, the Athletic have have gone into it and said uh, football journalist Tom Williams uh, wrote a book. Do you speak football? And the term is listed as a Norwegian word, Hawaii football, to mean chaotic, Thanks. disorganised football. Uh, so it doesn't actually. Doesn't really make ring true for me because I yeah. don't associate chaos and disorder with the islands of Hawaii. Well, no, but that's, that's it. I think it comes from a Norwegian word rather than the the, the island. Of oh, Hawaii. okay. But well, anyway, there you go. Maybe so. Sam can tell us what that means or something. Yeah. Um, I guess. Uh, I mean, I haven't spoken about them for a few weeks, but I guess we can mention Palace being shit again for a bit. Um, Do you want to? Yeah. Aston Villa won Crystal Palace nil. Um, XG was involved, but Aston Villa didn't need it because we decided to kick it into our own net. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have anything to say other than nine games ago, I said we'd be in the relegation you zone did. by you April did. and that we wouldn't get a point, but we got four. And we haven't won a game in 2023, although we won on New Year's Eve, Adam, but I know, you know, <laughs> the, the, the time. Um, and yet we're still in 12th. So how shit well, do all the other else. teams <laughs> have to fucking be that we've done all of that and we're sleepwalking, quote unquote, to relegation, which I guess in a way we are, but you know, we still got games to play. Um, but it's just turgid. It's just crap. It's not attacking, playing all four players up front out of position in order to accommodate Jordan Ayew. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Sometimes I think Vieira just hates himself a bit. It's what, it's um, what Hodgson would have wanted. <laughs> yeah, you can kill the man, but not the idea, right? <laughs> um, Hodgson's still alive at time of recording. Um, oh, God. And yeah, an Aston Villa team that in their last two home games Galt had conceded four goals... Uh, to Arsenal and Leicester, uh, you'd think we'd at least try and have a shot on target. Uh, nope, that is our fourth game of the season now without a shot on target. Maybe play um, a striker. Um, you did have play. a goal ruled out, though, 
but yeah, he was offside, yeah. but still. You know. <laughs> very early, very close offside, whatever offside's offside. But, but the, the kind of weird thing with that is, is you look at the type of pattern of play that we did to do that, and then you have success with it, and then never try it again in the whole game. Why would you? Um, or Why for would you? previously in the yeah. season. Um, so I just don't really care. One thing that has been good, um, maybe Adam, you'll you'll enjoy hearing this, um, that Lukonga's been getting rave reviews since he's come in um, I think being able to play in a midfield where he's got something different asked of him that maybe he was at Arsenal um, not playing as the deepest holding midfielder but mm. slightly further on as an eight um, his passing has been really really good and that's kind of something we've been missing in the park um, to kind of get that very well what we should probably have um, is the the very crude form of you know having one person in there who wins the ball one who can carry the ball and one who can pass and having the Kure when he's not suspended and Eze in there are your kind of winners and carriers and and mm. um Lukonga being the passer there you know should bear fruit eventually but you yeah, are yeah, quite yeah. lucky I think that there are six teams at the minute that I can yeah. name that feel worse than you but that's mm. it's the, still close margins it it's, is, it you is. Know, yeah. I try and you know tell myself and try and see the positives and there are like we still are getting points out of those games. You look, we got what a point against Liverpool, which, to be honest, I still genuinely think is a bit of a disappointing result. Um, a point against Man United, nearly got another point against them. One against Newcastle, one against Brighton, one against Brentford. Although Brentford, we was you know last fifteen seconds um, yeah. conceding to draw there, which is something that you know was a massive pattern of play last season that we kind of stomped out. So there's there's some progression there in some ways, but it's just. I don't understand the type of football we're playing. And so I think some of it's on Vieira, the team selections and the way they're playing. But then also I think the board and ownership have kind of failed us with kind of neglecting, say, for example, reinforcements at fullback, which in the modern game of football has become one of the most important parts. And, you know, only finally bringing in some midfielders now in January, halfway through a season. And it's, it's not great. Um, but you know we we live in hope. I mean, our next three games are Man City, Brighton, and Arsenal. Yeah, we always beat City. Um, we didn't know we didn't this year. <laughs> we didn't concede a goal to them last year. That was different, Adam. It was uh, two clean sheets, four points. Um, just saying, uh, no one else kept two clean sheets against City this last year. That's fine. Um, Real quiz. Ting. Last calendar year, or yeah, fuck off. Um, <laughs> You're lucky I give you so long to talk about Arsenal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I'm worried in that way. I mean, what's the the 538 predictions? I mean, if I go months back, we were on 8%. We're still fucking on 8% uh, to go down. And like yeah. you said, Ian, you know, above us is is Villa, who are seven points clear of that now. Yeah. So, you know, that was a big win for them, um, even if they didn't necessarily perform that well. Um, in the game, you know, um, I think Watkins had a couple of big chances um, that, that missed. But, you know, down from us is is us, then Leicester, Wolves, well, I think that's uh, it. West I think Le- Leicester and Wolves are doing okay at the minute. Uh, and But then you get down to West Ham, Leeds. Well, West not- Ham getting battered by Brighton yeah. 4-0. Yeah. Like, after they did, West Ham did that to Forest, uh, the previous game, one 4-0. And... Um, and uh, yeah. I think that's also partly for what a lot of Palace fans are isn't hurting is because Brighton are doing yeah, phenomenally exactly, well, yeah. um, uh, you know, and they've got an FA Cup quarter final against Grimsby, so they're basically going to Wembley as well. So it's just kind of every giant killers Grimsby don't. <laughs> 
<laughs> Beating the titans of Southampton. Don't don't rule them out. Making there. them both see regular size. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that doesn't help. But but yeah, West Ham luckily keep conspiring to shoot themselves in the foot. One week they're going back to Europe, or they're going to win the Europa Conference League. The next they're singing, you're getting sacked in the morning, yeah. David Moyes. Um, yeah, I guess it is just fortunate there's enough teams that are just fucking... Like I said, yeah. it's so funny. We've been so bad. We haven't won in, I, I think it's 11 games in all competitions mm. um, since beating Bournemouth. And we, we're we still 12th. We started 12th. We're still fucking 12th. How are we 12th? What the fuck are you all doing? Well, that's the thing. The Premier League likes to market itself as the best league in the world. But, I mean, there are sort of eight teams that, if you told me they would go down at the end of the season, like or like three of those eight would go down, I wouldn't be surprised. To be honest, I think it's about 15 this year. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, those teams can all take points off Man City, Arsenal. Like, So I know what you're saying. But, yeah, that's that, you know. the, the, main, the main reason I think it's so bad this year is because of like teams like Chelsea and Liverpool yes. um, that have given up so many points to those teams, right? That's kind that's of the true. only reason why we've got um, towards the top, we've got like a Fulham and a Brentford. And Brighton, but, sorry, to say the only reason is very dismissive, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, they perform well and they, they deserve to be there and I think that's probably why it's most frustrating but you know they're clubs with a certain type of model you know look how many years Fulham have had to work at it mm. to get you know a first year of success you know previously they were sustained in the Premier League for a very long time before they became a yo-yo club um, kind of like Norwich have now um, Brighton and Brentford cut from the same cloth um, is Matthew Bentham uh, who was the Brentford owner, used to work with Tony Bloom, who's the Brighton owner, right? And that's they made their money together as statistical model and all that kind of stuff. Brighton, they pumped, you know, three hundred million the owner loan in that will probably fix some some things and, and have a big stadium. Whereas at the same time as that, Palace were looking like they were gonna go out of existence. So everything's kind of you know, to and fro in of, of gradual progression. But I think there's, you know, Palace need to sort their shit out. Leicester need to sort their shit out of what's going on. Wolves, uh, I, I think... Going the right direction. Chance, well, <clears throat> yes, but I, I, I do think, I mean, maybe Everton take this award, but I think pound for pound from the time they've come up, they've probably overspent the most on transfers for what they've achieved. Every year you hear about Wolves signing players for 30, 40, 50 million. Yeah. Or getting in these incredible loan players. And they're still sat there on their third manager of the season, I think, maybe, um, who's not exactly playing inspiring football. And they, you know, they managed to beat Tottenham, who need Antonio Conte back, I guess, so that it has some sort of impact to shout at them what while they have the good manager run. manager of the but... month, Antonio Conte. What? Really? So he's been. He's been nominated as. Uh, Stop in there. February. Yeah, exactly. Well, the only game wasn't it? The only game he was on the touchline for in February they lost. They lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's been nominated for manager of the month. Yeah. It feels like when when it's a kid's birthday, so he gets to be captain. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, he's in hospital. Let's do something to make him feel better. Sure. Manager of the month. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's um, football chat. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else you want to mention? <laughs> Southampton won. 
player called Alcaraz scored, so that led to loads of prison puns. Um, I can only assume that's upcoming for the quiz. Um, but before we get to that, let's talk about FPL. Let's talk about FPL. Oh, okay. Let's give Ian his uh, minute in the sun. Uh, I will be starting my timer um, because uh, you somehow have kept Salah and, <laughs> and are actually having an adequate week. So do you want to tell the, the good listener, because um, we're not got that many, um, <laughs> how many points you scored, what you've done? All right, okay. Yes, uh, so I'm on 51 uh, currently, obviously, uh, as we record, Mitrovic still to play. Uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Salah was a weird one, because I, I got rid of him a few weeks ago, and then I can't remember why I got him back in. Oh, it was because KDB was doing yeah. shit, and I got rid of him, yeah. Um, Worked out? Yeah, it did sort of work out. I, I captained Holland as a lot of people did, and no one else really performed. I had White's goal off the uh, him off coming, the bench. him coming off the bench. Yeah, Kepper's clean sheet. But other than that, I didn't really have a lot. But Salah saved me in a week where everyone else did shit. A lot of wild cards were thrown around. I didn't really understand that myself. Um, but a lot of people. Well, I mean, I know why because I guess the double, the doubles later on seem a lot less now blooded by the doubles yeah but I don't I, I, I've had a strategy in mind and it wasn't enough to throw me off and want a wild card so I sort of I kept Salah by default is basically mm. what I'm saying so yeah got a bit lucky but I mean as All right, I think that's a minute yeah okay, yeah fine <laughs> hasn't saved a terrible season I'm out yeah Oh, he still he still kept going. Oh, um, come on. <clears throat> look, if you get an FPL pod every week where you get to Christ knows why two and a half million <laughs> in the world, this is the worst season ever. Just oh, pay for content, Mars Offside Pod, Patreon.com forward Mars Offside Pod. If you would like bad advice like yeah. that, um, Adam's above both of us, so maybe he should do that one as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I sold Salah. This week, so ah, yeah, shit, man, shit. Ah, your shit, silly boy. Shit. Ah. Uh, top ten of the league, which Ian, I've closed it now. No way, I remembered. <laughs> you found the login. Yep. You closed. I found the login. I found the button. I logged into like three different accounts. I couldn't find it. I reset two passwords. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Oh, it was on the first one. I looked at. I just didn't look properly. Um, in tenth place, Baby Shotter, Gabriel Penalosa, sixteen thirty-five. My little Tony, Sam Danby, uh, Red Arrow again. Sorry, Sam, sixteen forty-five. Pad Fall in eighth. Fluffy Nutkins, Gibral Ibrahim in seventh. Vinley, 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 Vinley. Question mark is his team name. Um, in sixth, Rubberdini Rapids, Toby Ackland, big red arrow this week for Toby Ackland, down from first Ooh. to fifth. Yikes. Um, 1667 points, a 32 point week, but Someone you know, there's still some Salah. to go. Um, Gerald Griffith, 74 point week. Uh, maybe let me just click on it. Any points hits? <gasps> 76 points as we play right now. We're very well good. He's played his bench boost. Oh, interesting. Cheeky little sausage. Matoma with uh, Raya and me in play. However, he did have Rico Lewis and Nico Williams. So, you know. Ooh, worst bench boost ever. <laughs> Awful. Pick a better team. Um, <clears throat> Swap Nil Pandey is in third. 66 points this week. 16.72 in second, which is the main thing here. Michelle Marlborough, Miles United. Go on, Shell. Um, only one point off first place. <sighs> Kieran Hartnett changed name and he is 34k in the Welt. Um, very, very good stuff. All sorts Tight of at the top. nonsenses are happening with uh, doubles, singles, blanks, uh, all 
manner of game week, which we go through um, in great detail on our Patreon, don't we? Joe? Well, we we go through great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go through it in detail. <laughs> We, yeah, sure. We, uh, you do a lot of the heavy lifting there, I will say. That's not um, true, Chuck. You've got a spreadsheet. And, pe- you know, you like to portray oh, yourself as some sort of maverick, fly-by-night, uh, whatever. You've got a spreadsheet. You've done, you've done the groundwork. I type work. names. I type names. I yeah. do. Oh, I did a fixture planner. I sent that to everyone. Everyone's got a free fixture planner. Whether they update it or not, who knows. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not upkeep, doing upkeep or maintenance on that. Um <sighs> That's it. Uh, do, 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 do. I haven't done the predictor league in ages. I haven't updated that. Oh yeah, we'll do that next Probably... week. Oh, the... thanks for making me commit to it now. I'll do that next um, week. Quiz. <laughs> oh, it's a quiz. Oh, I pressed Is the it? button. It didn't work. <laughs> oh, my iPad's frozen. There we go. <laughs> you have to speak it into life. It's like shit here. That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Here he goes again with puns. Are they going to be shit this week? Will he do yes. better? Let's Has just get learned? that out the way Has now. Learned? Yes, they will be. <laughs> they will be. Well, could they be, could they be worse? Could they be worse? <laughs> okay. Um, I had to cross two out because I thought they. I thought they were too bad. So, oh God. wow. Oh God. But I got. I, but I got there in the end. Um, so it's topical again because you know content. Good. Excellent. Um, the F1 was back this weekend. Yes. That was great. I, I probably watched it more wasn't. Formula One. Co- it was yeah. it was really boring. But... <laughs> but you know, it was back. It was there. And that's all we can ask for. So this is a Formula One themed quiz. Okay. When Question you say number Formula one, one themed, do you mean the puns are Formula One themed? Yes. Good. No, no it's okay. not about F1. Yeah, that would be a bit... Like, pivot <laughs> into an F1 podcast, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it, yes, it is... Formula One themed in the puns are the questions are still about football. Don't worry. Okay, so question number one is about Steve McLaren. <laughs> easy. It's so soft- easy. I thought of that one Softball and that's one where in. I went from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good start. It's fine. It's, I mean, it's okay. route one, but fine. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, Steve McLaren, obviously assistant manager at Man United. Um, Indeed. What was his last permanent managerial job? As head coach, do we mean in football or in football? Like, yes, running not in Burger Formula King. One, Burger King or something. He's stacking shelves at Tesco's. No, he was um, doing. No, uh, hey, come on! I was going to say Waitrose at the weekends. Christ. Do you think Steve McLaren is high class enough for Waitrose? Um, hmm. Don't know. I think I think he's Tesco's and occasionally goes to M and S. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, anyway, sorry, his was, last job. Um, his last job. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, he's managed so many teams. God. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. isn't he? He's one of those journeymen. Mm. Great. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Question two. How do you spell FC20? <laughs> <laughs> Question two. Oriel Alfa Romeo. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to help me out, Chuck. Alpha, Alpha, Alpha Romeo. Romeo. Oh, I see, right. Yes. There we go. So, obviously, he was he was a stalwart in the Southampton midfield for quite some time. Uh, previously played for Chelsea uh, before that. Mm. He, he left Southampton in uh, the summer transfer window in 2022. Who does he play for now? Oh. Fucking hell. Uh, Can we have a country clue? Yeah, that might help. It's in Europe. <laughs> country. <laughs> Honestly, country, um, Spain. You you don't know the country, do no, you? No, I did. No, I did. I just didn't know if I wanted to make a joke, but I decided not to. 
Wow, okay. You've got to be careful saying the E word around Ian, because you know he didn't vote for it. (laughs) (laughs) In both referendums. Uh, (laughs) This time it's personal. (laughs) Question three. Aston Martin Dubravka. Good. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't. Chuck doesn't like the multi-part. I w- ones, well, but... I wondered if he was going Aston Martin Villa or not, and I didn't know how. I felt uh, about that. But Aston Martin Dubravka. It was a bit of like a left turn just at the end that you know it brought me back. Patience, my friend. That will come. Um, <laughs> Aston Martin Dubravka. <laughs> so Martin Dubravka. Uh, obviously, there was a big furore about how he couldn't play for Newcastle in the League Cup final, and that is because he made two appearances for Manchester United in the League Cup this season. Who were they against? Oh boy. I know that neither team played any decent teams on their whole run in. Question four. Haston Villa. Ha. Yep. Has. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ha, ha, uh, Ian, Haas are in there's America. A team called, an F1 yeah, team. Yeah. It's good if you know about Formula One. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know about Formula One and would contest that. <laughs> oh, that was quite proud Has, of that one. Haston Villa. Haston Villa? Is that any better? Do the question. <laughs> so, this, this, this is about Aston Villa. Um, what is their record transfer fee and which player is it for? Paid, I'm guessing. Yes, paid. Question five. Ferrario Ferdinand. (laughs) (laughs) You you got that, but not Tilapian right. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go on. (laughs) Um, What was the calendar year of his last Premier League start? Calendar year gets a a mensch. (laughs) Oh, he gets another one. Oh, lovely. Point for club? Uh, as in club that he played for? Yeah. I mean, his no. last appearance? No. <laughs> no. Point Point for club? No. <laughs> no point. No point for club. <laughs> Question six. Now, I realise if you don't know go. Formula One, uh, this this might be a stretch. Um, Joe Guan Hughes. Joe Guan Yu is a Formula One driver. The, the, the question is about Mark Hughes. <laughs> Laughter. Okay. <laughs> Two of these were crossed out because they weren't good enough. No, oh, I haven't gotten to the crossed out one yet. If there isn't a Rico Lewis Hamilton, then you've to stretch this one this far. There is now a Rico <laughs> Lewis Hamilton. Right, go on. I'm um, just saying. <laughs> so. In in 2022, the calendar year, Mark Hughes was appointed as Bradford City manager. The question is, what was his previous job and what year was he sacked? So which club was he managing previously before Bradford City? And what year was he sacked? I struggle to remember his post-Man City career. Um, yeah, of course. Ah. Uh, Okay, I remember someone he managed for a while, actually. Yeah, okay. And what year was he sacked, was it? Yes. Ah, shit, okay. Adam? Hello. Is Chris Chris Gunter Steiner in here? Fuck, you want to make me Google another question? (laughs) No, No, it's not. Okay. I thought it would be too niche, you know. Too niche? (laughs) 
<laughs> Michael Schumacher Lely. Oh, Chuck. That is good. That's lovely stuff. This is going to make the next one feel real bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, question seven. Um, I assume you're done with the. Yeah, you, yeah. you know, Mark Hughes' career like the back of your hand. Um, Esteban Oconsa. Esteban uh, okay. Ocon is a yeah, current yeah. Formula One driver. The question is about Esri Conza. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Which club did Aston Villa sign him from? Don't Which club me. did Aston Villa sign Esri Conza from? <laughs> Just Chuck in the background. How do you spell don't know? French. <laughs> French club. French club, German club. Which would be my answer. Okay, uh, next question. Question eight. Max Verstappenenka. Okay. Penenka. So uh, we, we all know uh, legendary Czech player Antonin Penenka. Uh, sort of more, not per- more not known. personally. Well, well, no, obviously not. That'd be a bit weird. Um, yeah. But what a time to bring up that anecdote. Um, what <laughs> what event did uh, did the legendary Czech player debut his impu- impudent penalty technique? Impudent, great word. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, okay. I'm wondering how specific you need it. So, okay, I have yeah. got down. I've got down. You can, I'll give you the tournament. Cool, because okay. I've got a decade. Does that help? <laughs> what? If you have a decade and a tournament, I'll give. Uh, <laughs> no, you won't. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Final question. Question nine. Because you know, all, all good quizzes have nine questions. Um, it's about Rico Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing this on the fly? <laughs> I definitely didn't. Just look at his Wikipedia page. Oh, um, God. What is his current shirt number? Oh, yeah. oh. I mean, it's got to be high. Um, oh, I don't know the second digit. Oh, you know the first. It's better than me. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, let's let's go through them. You're going to so, wind him up, Adam, because he's written, definitely written ten on his page. I, I know exactly. Are you fucking <laughs> shitting me? I've written ten in the margin. I just oh, just assume. Oh, next week there'll be in eleven. Keep you guessing. Um, <laughs> the cost of living crisis. Oh, cost of quiz and crisis. Um, question someone, one. Someone actually had that as a team name the other day in the pub I was in. I threw up in my mouth. <laughs> cost of quizzing crisis. Yeah. yeah okay. Question one. Uh, what was Steve McLaren's last managerial job? I mean, this is wrong, but I said Derby County. Oh, I said Derby. Oh, you're both correct. Oh, Yay! Ian, excellent. what a lovely Guess occasion. Fuck. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that. Have a little cuddle about that when we see each other. <laughs> Top with no cuddle. pants. Hmm. Um, Naturally. <laughs> oh, question, two. Um, question two. Um, so are we, did you hear? <laughs> we- which which club does Oriol Romeu play for? Uh, Valencia. Oh, I put Atletico. It's a uh, Girona. Uh, Girona. Okay. In Spain. Thanks. The country. <laughs> yeah. Um, question three: uh, Who were the two clubs that Martin Dubravka played against in his brief loan spell at Manchester United? Um, I just said two teams out of nowhere. Uh, Bristol City and Doncaster Rovers. I Incorrect. Didn't, didn't even write anyone down. Uh, 
come on, Ian. Oh, okay. Right. Old shot and Dagenham and Redbridge. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm tempted to give Jack a point just because he tried. Uh, no, it was Aston Villa and Burnley. Oh, okay. Oh. Question. He deserves that medal, doesn't he? <laughs> he really earned it. <laughs> All good coach um, ride home. <laughs> Yeah, parade in his medal round. Uh, he gets his own open bus stop parade through Newcastle do, just for himself. <laughs> yeah. In a Man United shirt. Um, <laughs> question four. Um, what was the record transfer fee spent by Aston Villa? I don't know, but I put 34 million and I put Emmy Buendia. Oh, you motherfucker. Uh, just because I think you're... You think I'm right? We haven't well, had the answers yet. I think you're better than me. I put Watkins, 30 million. You're both sort of right. It is 30 million, but the fee is for Buendia. Uh, oh, well. point each. Oh, OK. Or well. no points. I don't know. Either way, it's all <laughs> the same. I'd, I'd definitely give you a point, Chuck. Yeah, I think um, I think the, the, the essence of the question was who was it. So, mm, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, I think that's right. It's not fine. like you to lie down so easily, mate. You no, but right. I think that's right. It was more about the person than the Oh, the you fee. just want this to be over. Right, okay. <laughs> <great. No. laughs> why, why do you think he didn't answer the last question? <laughs> Couldn't he be asked? Yeah. Uh, um, question five. What was the calendar year of Rio Ferdinand's love? <laughs> I love the calendar loves? year is organically. <laughs> I, like <laughs> it. I like it now. Um, <laughs> what was the calendar year of Rio Ferdinand's last Premier League start? Well, point for club, QPR. There's no point for club. Okay, point for club. And I said... <laughs> I, oh, I was between two. I said 2014. I put 2014. It was 2015. Oh, oh okay. I was, 20, I was between 13 and 14. I didn't think he was that late. So at least I got QPR, so that's, that's a point. No points for QPR. So that's no point. Well done, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was against Tottenham Hotspur in a 2-1 defeat. Um... Question six. Previously to his... Uh, previously on Mark Previously Hughes. on the life of Mark Hughes. Um, <laughs> prior, to be a, prior to being appointed uh, manager of Bradford City, what was Mark Hughes's previous job? And uh, what year was he sacked? Uh, Southampton 2016. Oh, I've gone Stoke City 2017. <gasps> Oh, it's it's Southampton 2018. What happens? Uh, I'm going to give you a point, Chuck. Yeah, Because you got Southampton right, but you didn't get the year. Oh, the second you said Stoke, I thought that was after. Is it, do you remember it was the time at Southampton where he uh, saved them from relegation, they gave him a three-year oh, contract for no apparent reason, yeah. and then was sacked after like four matches at the start oh, of next season. Yeah, that, that feels on brand. And then Pochettino <laughs> came in? Uh, no, then Hassan Hattel. Hassan, oh yeah, cool. damn, time, cool. oh yeah, 2018, sorry, yeah. Oh yeah, he was post-potch, oh, post-potch. Post-potch era. Anyway. Fall from grace. Um, question seven. <laughs> question seven is about Esri Concert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just the French. name depresses you. Just the French <laughs> club. Which which club did he oh, uh, sign um, uh, for Aston Villa from? Toulouse. Oh, I, I've gone Spurs. I thought he might have been like a young player. Yeah, at Spurs. Chuck, I don't know why you got it in your head that it was a French or a Spanish club. Um, it was Brentford. Uh, it was oh. French, and, French and German, thank you. Oh, French and German. <laughs> well, either way, Brentford. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. Brentford. Question eight. Um, which, uh, which event was uh, the Penenka penalty technique debuted on the world stage? 
Well, you said on the world stage, so I mean, I don't know. I put well, I I put World Cup first. I don't know if that's an acceptable answer. Oh, um, it, it's acceptable. But it's incorrect. Um, oh, okay, excellent. <laughs> not acceptable, Ian. Oh, well, I, just, I put in the seventies, so I'll I'll pick a tournament. That's that's not an event. Yeah, no, I know. So I'm <laughs> going to pick a tournament for the seventies. I'm going to do it on the fly. So uh, let's. Uh, uh, I, I like the fact that you went World Cup, so I'll go Euros. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I'll work back. Eighty-eight, eighty. So I'll go uh, Euro seventy-two. It's uh, it was in the UEFA European Championships final in a. Uh, or finals in 1976. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> That's the sound of a pad being thrown down in Ian, annoyance. What? Ian, what? Z- zero years from the summer of love. <laughs> Lovely. I'm, I'm happy again now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, fin- final question. Um, what is Rico Lewis's shirt number? Who cares? I, I, uh, I'm sure he does. 80. Oh, that, wow, that is high. I've got 56. Oh, Chuck, it's 82. Ooh, oh, thank Christ. God. I was between 80 and 81, so that hurts less. What, 80 and a half? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did put the point five. I thought, I thought he was doing like a, an Adiak and Bailly and he wanted the number nine, so he did like a, what was it? What was he, he did? Five Maybe plus he is, four. he's just bad at maths. Maybe, yeah. Could be. He is in like um, 12. Has Chuck won? <laughs> oh, has anyone really count. won? I got yeah. three. Oh, I got one. I like Adam being Quizmaster, but we all know it means nothing, really. Um, (laughs) So, uh, football was occurring. Um, Should we do like a live update? Is that. Yeah, why not? You know, I've just given up now. What are the scores? Brentford is winning 1 0. Who's gone? Ethan Pinnock. Oh, that's the defender that everyone else got apart from me in FPL. So that's good. Um, right. Well, football's happening now. It's always going. Football, it never stops. Um, we're coming up to game week 27. Uh, Bournemouth, Liverpool, Everton, Brentford, Leeds, Brighton, Leicester, Chelsea, Spurs, Forest, Palace, Man City. Uh, what a ruiner. Um, Fulham, Arsenal, Man United, Southampton, West Ham, Villa, Newcastle, Wolves, and then we have midweeks Brighton Palace and Southampton Brentford. Um, go just do something else with your life. Um, that's more like a self affirmation for myself. That's how I get myself out of bed. Do something different with your life. Um, fuck my life. Say goodbye, Adam. Jesus. Goodbye. <laughs> Say goodbye, Ian Stinson. Bye. And goodbye to all of our Patreon producers whose names I literally can't remember. I don't know. Mark, Andy, Nate, Tom, Jeff, Sam. Bye. Miles Offside is an awful production. (laughs) (laughs) It's barely produced.